Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Welcome to the Anxiety Coaches Podcast, a relaxing and informative show where we explore anxiety, panic, and PTSD, sharing how you can overcome them for life. To the Anxiety Coaches Podcast. In today's episode, I'm talking about health anxiety during a pandemic. Who ever knew that I was going to have to have that kind of a title? But here we are, right? Sometimes we don't know it's coming up. But one of the things I do know is that when things come up, we are able to handle them. One of the things that happens very often is that we with our anxious mind, are trying to handle things that are not real. We're trying to grapple with the imagination, and that is impossible. We can't come up with a solution to things that may or may not happen in the future. Of course, we do everything we can, right? We do what is set forth by the experts as ways to take care of ourselves in the moment and what to do so that we stay healthy and wise for the coming days. But we can't cover every single scenario that the mind comes up with. And as soon as you do, if you were really going down that path with your mind and your imagination and trying to figure out what you would do for every thing that it is coming up with, as soon as you come up with a solution, it will twist it, it will turn it, it will make it even uh, scarier, and it will make it something that you you can't figure it out now. Now you have more to think about. So don't even go there. Just know that you are doing the best you can with what you have. And then we're going to drop the rope. We're not going to play tug of war with that imaginary, that mind filled with a, a great imagination and follow it everywhere that it's trying to go. It's trying to keep you safe, but it's it's actually causing you to stay in an anxious state, which isn't healthy, and it won't help you to deal with what's right in front of you. And that's what we want to be able to do. What I have here, and what gave me the impetus to talk about this today was um, a letter that I received from a listener, an email, and I'm going to read it to you and then we'll talk more. Dear Gina, I am so thankful for the work that you do. I have been struggling with anxiety, and since I have started listening to your podcast, it has been almost completely subsided. Sadly, with the current events, it all came back. My fear is mostly health-related about my own health and that of my loved ones. It is really difficult as soon as I notice a physical sensation or feel a pain of any sort my brain starts racing uncontrollably. 
I picture the worst-case scenario, and I see myself at a doctor office being told some kind of devastating news about my health. The feeling is real. I'm still on my couch. The physical sensation is there, and the feeling that something bad has happened is also there. Or I could feel my three-year-old's forehead and suspect a fever, and my brain goes on and on about how serious this could be. With everything happening lately, my brain is overactively looking for signs of danger. I am terrified at the idea that my kids or my husband and I get the virus. I know you have discussed health anxiety before. It has been very helpful, but what can I do in the moment? How do I instantly communicate with my brain and convince it that this too shall pass and there is no immediate threat when I strongly believe that there could be? My brain tells me that those fears are rational and that I have to be in fight or flight mode all the time. It really is exhausting. Please throw some of your healing magic words at us. I'm sure many feel the same. Thank you for being here and doing what you do. Love, E. Now, thank you so much, dear, for writing that and sharing with the listeners where you're coming from right now. This is, you are not alone. This, I am hearing from many people that their health anxiety is rearing its head again. It may have even been quiet like it was for E, but now with all that's going on, there is such fodder for the imagination to come up with all kinds of case scenarios that could possibly happen. And so I want to talk about a few points that she brought up here. Saying that, how do I instantly communicate with my brain and convince it that this too shall pass and that there is no immediate threat when I strongly believe that there could be? Let's talk about that. Because this can pertain to other things in life too, not just this particular uh, COVID-19 time, but what we have to do is let the brain know that we are able to handle it. Of course, when we are still in a, a wondering mode, we're scanning the horizon looking for all of the difficulties that could possibly be happening. But what we want to let the mind and body know, because they're communicating with each other, is that we've got it. I can handle this. Yes, it might be a, a frightening situation. There are a lot of frightening situations in life, and we can handle them. We can handle them when they are right in front of us. And we take precautions. We prep, we prepare. We have ourselves ready physically, mentally to be able to handle things. So that's what we're doing, right? We all know that we're sheltered in place. We're doing hand washing. We're wearing masks. We're doing what we can with what we know. And then we have to say to our brain, when something else arises, I will take care of it because I know that I can. 
And you have to learn to trust that you will and that you can. And that is going to take some practice because once we've been anxious, we're very easily just flipped into the fear, into that feeling. And and the feeling of fear can mobilize some energy to take care of things. Yes, but it can also keep us small and keep us from doing what needs to be done because we are afraid. So I think, yes, you do strongly believe that there could be a a problem and that things could develop. And so what you say to that is, and yes, that is true. And when that comes up and arises in the present moment, I will deal with it just as I have dealt with everything else that has come in front of me. Have you tried one skin for your skincare routine yet? I love the simplicity of these products and the medical grade ingredients in them, not to mention how easily they fit into my skincare routine. The OS1 face moisturizer and OS1 eye cream make skin look visibly smoother and clearer and immediately feel softer and more hydrated. The secret is One Skin's proprietary OS1 peptide. It's the first ingredient proven to switch off the aging cells that cause lines, wrinkles, and thinning skin, and several studies back it up. So if you're tired of cycling through ineffective skincare trends and overcomplicated routines, then I'm so excited to share with you One Skin, just simple, scientifically validated solutions. OneSkin is the world's first longevity company. By focusing on the cellular aspects of aging, OneSkin keeps your skin looking and acting younger for longer. Get started today with 15% off using code ACP at oneskin.co. That's 15% off oneskin.co with code ACP. After your purchase, they'll ask you where you heard about them. Please support our show and tell them we sent you. We are afraid in our mind. It's is because we have there's it's not concrete. We have nothing to grab onto. There's nothing to resolve or take care of or deal with because it's imaginary. It's in the future. But I know that my listener who wrote the email and all of you out there, you are taking care of things that are in front of you, such as she used her child as an example, feeling the forehead and suspecting a fever. And her brain goes on how serious that could be. What you want to do, you wanted some instant uh, ways to communicate with your brain. You bring your mind right back into the present moment and say, I'm going to check it again in another few hours. Then I can judge, has it gone up or has it gone down or stayed the same? Then you have a little bit more information and something concrete to deal with. Instead of just letting the mind go off on this uh, trip, this endless round and round, it's almost like a merry-go-round. It's And you're on there with it. It's like round and round and up and down. Step off the merry-go-round take a moment and say, what is real in this moment? What is the truth in this moment? Not what could possibly be in the future. We cannot deal with all of that. 
bring yourself to the present moment. Her forehead feels warm. Let me check it again in another few hours. Let me watch and see as her appetite change. You, we want to stay concrete and not go off into possibilities because those are endless and they can't be dealt with. If your daughter's fever goes up, you can deal with that. You could, uh, if it feels warmer to the touch, then you can go to the thermometer and then you can handle it as you have handled fevers in the past. And I know there is more to a fever right now than we would normally feel, but you will deal with it when it comes. We have to take these things step by step. There is no action that we can take today to eliminate all the possibilities. And since we can't deal with all the possibilities, we have to keep bringing it back into the present moment. And I'm looking through the email here to see what else. I know there was another piece in here I wanted to address. Ah, yes. She says that it's really difficult as soon as she notices a physical sensation or feels a pain, a pain of any sort, and then her brain starts racing uncontrollably, picturing the worst case scenario. So again, the pain or the physical sensation, just stay with that. Boy, you know, the body has a lot of different pains. It gets all these weird sensations. They don't mean anything in and of themselves just passing through. So what we want to do is just note it. Oh, I noticed that pain in my knee. And you may never have it again. But we can only notice that we had it today. Do we notice tomorrow? Is it worse? Is Is it better? Did it not come? Maybe you don't even think about it again. So taking each thing and letting it be what it actually is versus adding to it with our imagination, with our anxious mind, that will keep us, as we add to it, we will keep ourselves in a a defensive mode of scanning the horizon, looking for nothing but trouble. And then we are actually teaching our mind to do that. It thinks that's what you want it to do, to look for trouble. And that's why I have everybody do a gratitude journal. I want you to teach your mind to look for beauty and the things you love and the things you are grateful for. Because as we train our mind, that's where it will go. Don't worry, if you need to be reacting in an emergency, you'll still be able to do that. But you won't be going, constantly looking for trouble, scanning for the horizon for that tiger all the time. We don't need to do that. We're safe. We're comfortable. We have maybe some aches and pains, and maybe your daughter's forehead felt a little warm. But those are things we need to be able to be okay with that little bit of discomfort. We're often thinking we need to be totally at ease and comfortable or or totally in a panic. That's black and white thinking. What we need to do is be okay with the kind of touching in and touching out with things. Okay, my knee hurts today, but eh, we'll see where it goes. We have to be okay with a little bit of discomfort and not reacting to it as if it is the end all of everything. 
that we have trained ourselves to do that from getting stuck in that fear, adrenaline, fear loop. We have taught ourselves that anything that comes up is dangerous. And it's not. It may be very uncomfortable and undesirable even, but we can handle it. It doesn't mean that it is the end of the world, but we have taught our brains to go there. And it's okay if any of you, just like the listener, are thinking, well, I, I kind of had a handle on this and now I've gone back. Everybody has heightened stress right now. And if you were you know, struggled in the past with health anxiety, I am not surprised that it has reared its head again. It's actually your mind thinks it's helping you by being extra afraid so that you can be on guard. So you have to train it that, yes, thank you. I got it. There's stuff going on, but I am taking measures. I'm taking care of business. The family is safe right now. And we're going to see if we need to do something more tomorrow. We will see. And if I need to, I can do it. And have that trust that you can handle what comes up. And the way you can have the trust for that is to see and remember all of the things that you have handled and been through already. You've already been good at it. You just need to remind yourself trust yourself. You can handle what will come up. Thank you so much for that email. I really appreciate you sending it in. I hope this was helpful, not only for you, E, but for everybody else who is struggling with health anxiety a little bit more now during this pandemic. And now for today's quote. We can easily manage if we will only take each day the burden appointed to it. But the load will be too heavy for us if we carry yesterday's burden over again today and then add the burden of the morrow before we are required to bear it. And that's from John Newton. I'll be back in a few more days with another podcast. Until then, be well and aloha. Thanks so much for joining us for today's episode of the Anxiety Coaches Podcast. Find more information at theanxietycoachespodcast.com.